Whenever I do a video that's not directly about the Great Reset, I always try and tie it in in some capacity, and I did not do that with my last video, mainly because I just had more kind of like speculation type things like saying it's kind of convenient that things like gasoline and beef, you know, is coming into short supply and that does kind of tie into the Great Reset in some capacity. But I didn't have anything that like directly linked to it because like I said, I can speculate all I want, but it doesn't necessarily mean that is so. This week, well, it's a little bit different and we are continuing to talk about shortages and this time it does play directly in to the Great Reset. Well, 2021 has certainly gotten off to a very interesting start when it comes to supply chain disruption issues. First, we had the Colonial Pipeline hack that affected the East Coast, causing gasoline shortages. And now we have the JBS cyber attack, which basically forced the world's largest meat production company to come to a screeching halt. This coming from New York Magazine. Beef shortages are probably on the way thanks to the latest hack. Now, the question is, how bad are these shortages going to be? It could merely just exacerbate the issue, which we're currently experiencing, or it can make things a lot worse, especially if there's more hacks on the way. So the question is, with these kind of attacks on the rise, what does it mean for our future? And can they be hitting critical infrastructure? And also, does this play into the Great Reset? Well, first, let's go and talk about this article. On Sunday, the largest beef producer in the world, JBSSA, was targeted in a cyber attack that closed many of its massive slaughterhouses, including five in the U.S., which processes some 22,500 cattle every day. As Bloomberg states, it's not yet known how many plants around the world have been shut down from the attack. Although slaughter operations have been paralyzed in Australia, according to one trade group. Canada's largest beef facility has been offline for two days, and as they deal with the attack, JBS has suspended its computer systems in North America and Australia, meaning that a full 23% of America's beef producing industry is on pause. Now, I want to point out that this article I'm reading did come out on June 1st, and as of recording this video, which is June 8th, production for JBS has resumed. Now, how much of an issue did it cause? I guess we'll find out in the next couple weeks. It may not be as bad as we saw last year. It could be simply just a hiccup or we could see meat flying off the shelves and things basically trickling in over the course of several weeks. So only time will tell in regards to that. JBS reports that the attack hit its information technology servers, but did not state if its operational technology was impacted, which would be a significantly worse breach. Livestock futures dipped on Tuesday as a consequence of the hack. Now, again, playing Captain Obvious here, food prices have been on the rise. I'm sure we've all seen this whenever we go to the grocery store and beef has been no exception. And I'm pretty sure that this hack is just going to exacerbate things even worse. It means we're going to be paying more at the grocery store for beef. Now, if we come over to USDA.gov, we can see that beef and veal prices increased 1.4% from March to April of 2021. 
However, beef prices are 0.2% lower on average in 2021 than they were in 2020. Beef and veal prices are now predicted to increase between 1 and 2% in 2021, an adjustment upward from a forecast of 0.5 to 1.5% decrease due to the recent price increases. Now, I want to point out that the numbers I just read are as of May 25th. I'm pretty sure once these numbers get refreshed, we may see a sharp increase in their predictions. Now, this article is coming from the Sociable blog. A supply chain of events, pandemic prophecies, planning out a year after the Great Reset official launch. Looking back at Cyber Polygon and Event 201 and the increasing cyber attacks of today on the one-year anniversary of the Great Reset Declaration. Perspective. Now, June 3rd of 2020, yes, Klaus Schwab did do his declaration of the Great Reset. And of course, this happened in the middle of the pandemic. Now, I want to avoid talking about the coup for obvious reasons. YouTube does get a bit censorship happy when they basically think that you're spreading medical misinformation. But I do want to point out that Event 201 is actually a real thing. And it did transpire back on October 18th of 2021, where they basically ran a simulation of a coronavirus type pandemic. And the WEF also does something very similar with Cyber Polygon, where they go and simulate a massive cyber attack. This year, the WEF's Cyber Polygon exercise will simulate a fictional cyber attack on July 9th, with participants from dozens of countries responding to a targeted supply chain attack on a corporate ecosystem in real time. Now, I'm going to be playing part of the welcoming remarks from Klaus Schwab from last year's Cyber Polygon event. Now, the article itself does link to the video on YouTube, but when I was watching it, it did look like it was heavily edited and I wasn't sure if things were being taken out of context. I did manage to go and track down the video on Cyber Polygon's website. So if you go to cyberpolygon.com agenda, you'll be taken to this page. And this is the video right here. Like I said, I just want to make sure that I'm providing you with accurate information and that something wasn't being edited out of context. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. We have to ask ourselves in such a situation, how could we let this happen? Despite the fact we had all the information about the possibility and the seriousness of a risk attack. Cybercrime and global cooperation should be at the forefront of the global agenda. The grim reality is that cybercrime today is definitively a gross industry. It has significant financial costs to the global economy but it has also important indirect costs. It can undermine the public confidence 
in digital transformation and therefore into the overall trustfulness of a society. So there's no doubt that building digital trust and a secure internet for the global economy is one of the major challenges that no nation or company can solve alone. It requires a global response with strong private-public cooperation. In recognizing this need, the World Economic Forum launched in 2018 the Center for Cybersecurity to offer a global convening platform for governance, large corporations and civil society to address the systemic cybersecurity challenges and find joint solutions. It is obvious that governments have to play a leading role in securing cybersecurity, but ultimately cybersecurity is a challenge for all of us. It is important to use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Wow, a cyber pandemic. That doesn't sound ominous whatsoever. And it just so happens that the World Economic Forum has yet another video talking about the cyber pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core and shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 slammer sapphire worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars. And that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. Now, that video you just watched was posted January of this year before the Colonial Pipeline attack and the JBS cyber attack. Is there something that the World Economic Forum knows that we don't know? I can't say for sure, but I do find this to be rather concerning. Now, granted, those were ransomware attacks against those against the Colonial Pipeline and uh, JBS 
and is not a worm, but they are right. Worms are pretty massive. The slammer worm was pretty bad. We also had the heart bleed virus. And yes, these disruptions do cost you know lots of money when they basically hit companies in mass. Now, I do find it rather convenient that they are hitting things that, well, you know, the World Economic Forum says that we need less of, specifically eating red meat and, well, you know, fossil fuels, after all. I mean, these are the things that they're saying that we need to dial down a little bit or a lot, because after all, in the future, you'll owe nothing. You will be eating bugs and you'll never be happier. And of course, you won't have any privacy either. Yeah, so it it is rather convenient that the things that are getting hit are the things that they basically are against for the most part. But let's get back to the article because they have some very interesting things to say about JBS. With the public facing noble intentions of combating climate change and achieving net zero emissions by 2040, JBS partnered with the World Economic Forum on Climate Change Initiatives on April 28th of 2021, just about a month prior to the ransomware attack. Well, if you ask me, all that seems awfully convenient. And yes, JBS did partner with the World Economic Forum to discuss climate change. Let's go and scroll down and take a look at this press release. Complementing our latest commitment to achieve net zero emissions by 2040, JBS was honored to attend an event organized by the Climate Governance Initiative in cooperation with the World Economic Forum to set out its continued dedication to increase sustainability across the value chain for a greener, cleaner tomorrow. I do find it rather fascinating that the world's largest meat producer is in bed with the World Economic Forum. You know, the people that are basically going to tell you that you're not going to be eating as much red meat. JBS launched a blockchain platform dubbed the Transparent Livestock Farming Platform to accelerate the transparency of its entire cattle production chain. All beef cattle suppliers of JBS will sign up to the program by the end of 2025, according to the announcement. Now, let's talk about blockchain very briefly. I am not an expert on the technology, but essentially anything that is written to the blockchain stays there forever. So you do have that accounting and traceability. This is basically how Bitcoin works. If you go and you mine Bitcoin and you go and buy something with it, it is written to the blockchain. So that is basically permanent. Just nine days prior to the launch of the blockchain platform and six weeks prior to the ransomware attack, JBS announced it had acquired Europe's third largest plant-based food groups, Vivera, for $530 million on April 19th. I find all this suspiciously convenient. JBS makes a deal with the World Economic Forum. A couple weeks later, they go and purchase the third largest plant-based production company in Europe. And then we have the cyber attack that shuts down their plants. That just, like I said, suspiciously convenient to me. This acquisition is an important step to strengthen our global plant-based protein platform. Vivera will give JBS a stronghold in the plant-based sector with technological knowledge and capacity for innovation, said JBS Global CEO's Gilberto Tomazzani at the time of the acquisition. 
Now, I'm purely speculating, folks, but I do think we're going to see an increase in cyber attacks this year, specifically coming from Russia and China. They have a lot to gain by screwing with our critical infrastructure and making it very difficult for the citizens to get food. Manufacturing a crisis only benefits them in the end. And we also know that tensions have been ramping up with these countries. Now, is all this directly linked to the Great Reset? Well, I think it's pretty freaking convenient. Specifically when it comes to JBS, their deals with the World Economic Forum, going and purchasing a company that produces plant-based food. Yeah, if anything, at the very least, it's little things that are pushing us closer and closer to the goals of the Great Reset. This is Ian signing off, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy, so go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, at least for now. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. Pay no attention to it. The following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and marked for cancellation. They are also spreading vicious lies about me. I am human just like you. Insert localized idiomatic greeting. Individual sovereignty is highly contagious. Good parents keep their children regularly vaccinated. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.